Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and we have Frank Selby, of course, on Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Frank, it's, uh, I was going to say, you know, it's going to be fall, and usually things change, but what we found, Frank, is the people that we talk to, there's always some place you can go. Oh, yeah. And, you know, j- just like the other day, I got two emails at my shop yeah. about carp, so I thought this would be a great time to do that. Yeah. Yeah, we did a month or so ago, we did a little bit of thing about carp, but uh, yeah. I find it interesting, and it's becoming, well, I guess it was... Why don't you tell the story? Well, yeah, if you can do it real quick, real quick. It is the oldest sport fishing for carp known. And how far back? It started in the Ming Dynasty, and that was the first sport fish that they ever fished for with a hook and fly. That was thousands of years ago, right? Yeah. Many thousands. Yeah, and uh, they found a bamboo reel, silk line, and... The flies were made out of silk and bone hook. Wow. Wow. And so they did uh, carp. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We'll wait until. Well, I don't know. Let's just uh, just tease a little bit. Did uh, uh, the species of carp uh, start in China? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they uh, did the, uh, the oh, God, my mind went by uh, the beautiful carp. They're all different colors. The koi. Uh, koi. Koi. Yeah, yeah. koi. Mm-hmm. And actually, we still catch a few koi in a lot of lakes because they can get them little, and then they get big, so they just throw them into a pond, and oh. they literally breathe. Oh. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, the other thing that we're going to be talking about today, I want people to pay very close attention. I think we've finalized our details for a trip to uh, Cuba. Now, it seems like almost everybody I would talk to wants to go. Um, yeah. Now, the the difference is we, we've got a very little space, but for some reason it's difficult to get our listeners to call in and talk to us. So we're going to, you know what, we're going to, if somebody wants to check with us about going, I'm going to come up with a, uh, a, a, some prizes for anybody that uh, um, that sends me an email, john at fishtalkradio.com, to ask about the Cuba trip, and it'll be worth your while. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. John Hennigan and Frank Sobey are our other host, and we have another Frank on the line with this. It's going to be very interesting. We've only got a 10-minute segment, so let's see how much information we can get. Uh, we have Frank uh, Villorio. Is that correct, Frank? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, you, uh, we don't have a lot of time to say, hi, how are you? But let's <laughs> jump right into it. First of all, you are, you are located in Elephant Butte, New Mexico, which is where? Elephant View, New Mexico is on off of I-25 between Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Las Cruces, New Mexico. Oh, okay. It's on the it's on the Rio Grande. Wow, so it is down there. Okay, but you said your elevation is off four thousand feet. I didn't realize it'd be that elevation. High. Elevation is forty three hundred. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, let's start off talking a little bit about uh, one of your passions, and that is uh, striper fishing. And again, I didn't really think uh, you know stripers being in New Mexico. So let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, yeah, they introduced stripers in our reservoir back in the early 70s. And uh, back then we had a lot of water in this reservoir. And the striper fishing at one time was rated number third in the nation for trophy stripers. Wow. Uh, uh, These stripers are are, are, uh, uh, full-bred stripers. They're not a wiper. Uh, The best season to come down is May and June Mm -hmm. to catch the bigger fish. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, now, our water level is a little low at this time, but that's okay. Uh, usually, we target the stripers with live bait, bluegills, or threadfin shad. Mm-hmm. But they'll also hit topwater lures, and they will also hit slabs or jigs off the bottom, mm-hmm. depending on where they're at. Okay, and what, do you drift boat for them or what? We, we stroll for them. Mm-hmm. 
we do a, a slow troll. Mm-hmm. I got a quick question. How about the walleye? That's what really threw okay, the, me. Okay, the walleye fishing, the walleye fishing has been uh, very good throughout the last few years. Uh, typically, uh, our walleye fishing is very good in May, uh, um, um, March, April, May, and June. Now, were they introduced also? Yes, they were introduced into a reservoir. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's right. And uh, uh, usually, uh, we will fish for those fish. In uh, when the water temperature is uh, above fifty-six degrees, mm-hmm. now, uh, we fish off the bottom for them, and uh, they typically migrate. On the reef. Uh, they typically migrate up and down the water column throughout the day. Usually at night, they'll come up on the bank, four feet of water, and then slowly they'll work their way back into maybe ten, fifteen, twenty feet of water. Uh, our, uh, well, where, where you are, um, you don't get a lot of precipitation, but you definitely have four seasons a year, right? Uh, yes, but very mild. We have a very mild winter here. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, Hardly any, any snow. We'll get snow around the mountains, hmm. but not down here. So now it's mo- mostly high desert? Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. high desert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, we also have another, we have a, uh, our, our reservoir has is a diversity of uh, game fish in here. We got stripers, we got walleye, white bass. We got a very good crappie population. We got smallmouth, largemouth. We have uh, three kinds of catfish: flathead, hmm. uh, uh, flathead, uh, blues, and channels. Mm-hmm. Ooh, our record, good. our record striper at this reservoir is 54 pounds. Holy smoke! Our, our record flathead is 79 pounds. Mm-hmm. The no, other thing the, I wanted to ask you about is how's the duck hunting back there? Okay, the duck hunting has been been very, very good throughout the last few years. This has been a waterfowl haven uh, for some time now. Now, we're at low water this year, so that means that we've got a lot of millet grass growing throughout the upper part of the lake. And when they shut the dam off, the water level comes back up and covers that millet grass, and that's great habitat oh, for yeah. the waterfowl. Mm-hmm. We got we got uh, mallards, pintails, gadwalls, wigeons, canvasback, redheads, pintails. Uh, I think I mentioned pintails. Uh, canvasback, uh, also teal. We got green winged teal, blue winged teal. Mm-hmm. And at oh. times we have some uh, cinnamon teal coming through here. Hmm. Yeah. And when you're uh, when you're after the ducks. Um, the, do you, uh, uh, obviously you must use a blind, but uh, well, you... my, my hunting, my, my, I provide a full service hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a duck boat. I take my clients across the lake. We set out on the bank. Uh, I have layout blinds. I try to conceal my clients and uh, the habitat that we're hunting in, put out the decoys. I go, we don't hunt out of the boat cause it's desert here. I can't really hide that boat, so I go. Yeah. I go stash the boat and then come back into the blind with my clients oh. and call the ducks for them. They're oh. also welcome to call the ducks. Yeah. And if you have a dog, I love. To, I don't have a dog, but uh, uh, my clients bring their dogs, and I love watching them work. If you do bring your dog here, I recommend the hunter brings a collapsible blind to put his dog in. Uh, typically, these are open shot over water. Uh, I would want you to bring extended range tubes, four shot, steel, of course. Uh, I have a video on YouTube, Duck Hunting New Mexico, uh, 
uh, Duck Hunting Paradise in New Mexico is the uh, YouTube video if you'd like to get some uh, views on on the beautiful desert uh, scenery here. I got clients that come a lot from uh, Louisiana, Arkansas, Philadelphia, New York. Duck Hunter likes to travel. Uh, yes, in California, absolutely. You better say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be in trouble when we get off the air. <laughs> the only, the only uh, thing yeah. we can't do is cast them blast because it's desert. Right. Well, maybe you come at the right time. You can cast them blast. Absolutely. <laughs> there's no. There's no. Oh, I, I, also, during the duck hunt, you can go. We, I got some uh, uh, private property quail hunts. Available, mm. so we can do a mixed uh, duck hunt in the morning, quail hunt in the afternoon. I love duck, that. The, the duck season runs here from uh, late October all the way to the end of January. Quail season runs November the fifteenth through February the fifteenth, and our quail population is very good this year. We have gambles and uh, scale quail. Ooh, oh boy. Uh, one thing, I want to call you back just before quail on the duck season and have you on the air one more time. Sure. And don't forget to mention your prices because you're really inexpensive to a lot of places. Right, right. For, yeah, for the fishing trips, uh, my, my my trips run half day, four to five hours. Uh, one to two persons is 375 Uh Three hmm. persons will be 450 Four persons is 600. I provide a 24-foot fishing boat. It's a Triton. It's got a brand-new motor on it now. It's got a 300-horsepower Mercury four-stroke. Wow. Hey, John. Uh, I provide all your rods and reel, the most productive lures. I clean and package your catch. I have bottle drinking water for you on the boat. Mm-hmm. All you really need to bring is your uh, fishing yeah. license or whatever else you would like to drink. Now, I have 25. I'm celebrating my 25th year this year. As a professional yeah. fishing guide on this reservoir. Congratulations. And I'm excited to tell everybody about it because I still have the passion for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the good thing about great guides. We ne- we never go away until we watch the grass, the roots grow down at it. There you go. There you go. And, <laughs> that uh, right. to, uh, and that's where I'm at right now. Frank, Frank oh, yeah. me too. Frank, we- <laughs> I, well, I, I want another seven years. I'll be okay. happy. Uh, Frank, well, I, I, there you go. Me also. Frank, I got a couple of quick questions. We've only got uh, less than a minute, but I'll just okay. try and make it real quick. First of all, uh, quail, I thought they usually hung around brush and trees. Do you have those there? Oh, we got mesquite bushes here. Okay, and then the we next question is Go that uh, if you don't have a dog with you, how do you guys retrieve your ducks? Oh, I have a boat. You, we usually hunt in, in uh, coves. Oh, I see. And they, they, they'll be around right there. They're not going to go anywhere. Okay. Right. Uh, I got you. So I go out in the boat so you every have to, you know, yeah, yeah, 30 you, minutes or so yeah, and you shoot the duck. Yeah, you shoot them and then go back out and get them. There's, okay. All right. Yep. Answer uh-huh. that. Yep. And then also, let's give your uh, uh, website away again. Uh, okay. It's pretty simple. I, uh, I, I have two websites. One is the fishing is stripersnewmexico.com. That's S T R I P E R S. N-E-W-M-E-X-I-C-O dot com. StripersNewMexico.com. Right. It's not strippers, and my, it's strippers. my duck hunting uh, website is DuckHuntingNewMexico.com. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty All easy. in lowercase letters. Uh-huh. Hunting. All right, put that in. All well, right. John, we'll have to go. You go fishing, and I'll go hunt. Okay. Well, it looks like we are out of time. We really appreciate that, Frank, and we'd love to come back and see you sometime. We'll bring well, you back. Thank you for calling, Take and this day. is Sportsman's Paradise here in New Mexico. Yeah, this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio. There you go. 
Southeast Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Delmar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Delmar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and, of course, Frank Selby. Well, we have a special guest on us today. We have Levi. It's Levi Flood, right? Yes, sir. And, yeah, Levi, well, I'll just take a couple of quick things. He's out of Phoenix, and he fishes for something a little bit unique that's becoming very popular these days. But let's go ahead and bring Levi on. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. And Levi, where are you located? Uh, give us a little bit about your operation and what you do. Yeah, so I'm in Peoria, which is just northwest of uh, Phoenix out here in the desert of Arizona. 
Um, I'm a, uh, we call it a European-style carp fisherman, and uh, I also run a little um, a guide business where we take people out and kind of introduce them to carp fishing and uh, show them that there's actually fish out here in the desert. And we get, uh, specialize on getting people on uh, giant fish, big, a lot bigger than most people are used to catching out in freshwater. Yeah, and uh, what, uh, what, what waters do you fish? Uh, so uh, we try to stick to wild waters just because, uh, personally, I, I enjoy the beauty of wild waters so more than uh, it, like it, little urban okay. lakes and right. stuff. So we go out to um, like Apache Lake, uh, Roosevelt Lake, the Salt River. Um, we've got a bunch of little. You don't have to tell here. all your secrets. Yeah. Spots, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. Well, uh, one Luke. question, real quick. Yep. Uh, What's the biggest carp you've caught there um, approximately, and was it a young kid or a grown person? So in terms of people I've had out um, on on a tour with Kilt Carp Fishing Tours, um, our biggest to date was, uh, oh, it was uh, and I'm not going to remember his name, but it was a young kid. He was 12 years old, give or take, at, at 12 or 13. And it was a 28-pound carp that he landed completely solo, no assistance whatsoever, on a big 12-foot-long rod, mind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, they get a lot bigger. We just uh, been a bit of a slower year for us, but uh, I mean, he was. Let me tell you, he was. <laughs> he was pleased with a 28-pounder. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, real, real quickly about the gear. If you said 12 foot, um, they do tend to use a uh, a long rod to be able to cast it out. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we use these big long rods, and people a lot of times get intimidated with them um, just because of their size. But they've actually got great play on them. I mean, mm-hmm. you have about the same feel for the fish as you would on a medium action bass rod um now, when but you, the length is just for casting i can get right. about 140 yards with a fair amount of accuracy give now, it, i mean you, maybe about 120 wow yeah. yards yes sir yeah. whoa if that's so we use something called pack bait where we'll we'll mush a bunch of uh bait around a hook when mm-hmm. you do that it's a lot less distance yeah um but if We've got all these different methods. We'll mm-hmm. use these dissolving bags. They're called PVA. Mm-hmm. We're using those. We can get get pretty pretty well over a hundred yards with a fair amount of wow. accuracy. Now, do you so do you cast that with one hand or two? Oh, two. It's it's more of a catapult action yes, than a whip. A spay too, rod. So it's, yeah. it's really okay. unique. Right. Okay. Uh, the uh, one more little question. Uh, okay. What's the best time of year to come over and do fishing with you? Absolutely, by far, is uh, about mid to early March into April. Um, the carp go into spawn mode, in Ar- actually in most states, but in Arizona as well, around late April. And before spawn, the females will pack on sometimes 10 to 20% of their body weight. Mm -hmm. And they fight harder. You know, they're eating more, and they're bigger. Um, There was a fish caught in Arizona. Um, It's an unofficial state record. Uh, We actually had two unofficial state records caught by friends of mine, both in the the 40s, 40-pound range um, during that time frame. Wow. Now the the carp is is interesting. 
um, fish because it's for so long, well, it's starting to get some respect, but in the United States anyway, for so long it was just considered junk, trash. You see them floating around the docks yep. and nobody could care less. Uh, yep. Matter of fact, you know, some areas they they have a, uh, instead of catch and release, you're not allowed to release them. Yeah, uh, correct. But, uh, it, it, because they're, they've become a nuisance. And, of course, in Europe, it's a whole different world. But you mentioned, what is the name of your guide service? Kilted Carper Fishing Tours. It's a bit of a mouthful, but... Uh, All right. Kilted Carper. Say that again. Yep. Carper. Uh, oh, so carp, I'm, like uh, the I fish. fish. For yeah. carp, so I'm a carper. Okay. Now, <laughs> uh, okay, i got to ask. What's this about the kilt? <laughs> All right, so a little story for you. So I was I was in the Navy for eight years, and I don't remember which port we pulled into, but I essentially got dared uh, to uh, to wear a kilt. They said you won't, so I did because of course I have to at that point. And I put the thing on, or you know, bought one, put the thing on. And it's like goodness, it's the most comfortable thing I've ever worn in my life, and it just kind of. Just my thing. Okay, well, I have to ask the question about kilt that nobody seems to know the answer to, or they won't give the answer. What do you wear under your kilt? Well, it depends on the client. <laughs> when we're having to wade out in the water, uh, I learned the hard way. It's better to wear something under there because it does tend to float. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Levi, one thing I want to do is I want to thank you for your service, and I want to thank your wife because she's the one that worries all the time. So I want to thank both of you mm -hmm. for well, your I, service. I appreciate that. Would you Would you mind? I actually wanted to weigh in real quick on uh, you had brought up how Carper kind of, well, still are kind of demonized. you mind if I touch on that real quick? Please do. Yeah, so... Like you, like you said, over in the U.K., it's a completely different ball game. If you talk to somebody about bass fishing, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. All they do is fish for carp, and the reason is just nothing in fresh water can touch their power. Um, but over here in the U.S., they, they get a terrible name. People say they, you know, they eat other fish's eggs, which is really not true, that they destroy waterways. And in reality, they're great. They're great for waterways because they help control weeds. Yeah, they suck um, the they, stuff off the bottom. Yep, and they help control stuff like invasive mussels because they're eating them, and they're just, they're great. And also they, they're a great food source for some of the top predators, apex predators, like um, for us, flathead catfish. Hmm. It's, it's a prevalent food source for them, so having carp actually helps keep stuff in balance. But, uh, yeah, they... They get a really bad name, and it's kind of part of our mission. Um, my business's mission is to help people understand that this is actually a game fish, that they're a ton of fun to catch. They have a lot of value, and we, we put a lot of work in to really respect the fish. We carry medicine for the fish. We have elevated padded cradles that keep them up off the ground to protect their slime coat, um, knotless nets, uh, way slings so that their gills aren't getting pressure when you weigh them, you know, hmm. we weigh them in a sling, hmm. all kinds of stuff. And we try to teach others how to do that as well. Hmm. Now I'll give you something on a carp and see if you knew this. You know okay. that carp are the very first game fish ever fished for with a rod and reel? I did not know that. It, what goes, year? All the way, it goes back to the first dynasty. And that's when carp became fishable with bone hooks Silk flies, silk line, bamboo reel, bamboo rod. No Whoa. kidding. I did not know yeah, that. Look it up. 
Wow. That, oh, somebody says, well, you're not fishing a game fish. Say you're wrong. That was the very first game fish ever fished. Wow. Yep. Well, yep. a bamboo uh, reel, I'd like to see a picture of that. But uh, another, you know, I'm not a carp expert, but from what I understand, uh, carp were originally brought over, brought over to the United States uh, probably the end of the 1800s, uh, beginning of the 1900s, and it was brought as over as a food source. As a food source, exactly. Yep. Yeah, and, they were. Uh, that was the idea because you know they they do tend to to breed a lot and. Um, they get big and they get big quickly. I mean, a lot of a lot of times you'll see carp putting on a pound or two a year, sometimes more. So they they'll grow quickly. Um, part of the problem is, you know, they were introduced and that's great. But part of this, what we were talking about before, they get a bad name. They've since we've introduced Asian carp, which are a completely different subspecies and oh. are invasive and are killing our waterways. But. Uh, and I don't know what the reason is for, for those getting brought over. Mm-hmm. But. Well, if it's a food source, I wouldn't think carp would be that great because, you know, there's a lot of them. It's just they're bony, and I don't people people eat them now, but I guess there's different types. Yeah, but, there's uh, a yeah. ton of different types of uh, mm-hmm. carp, from buffalo mm-hmm. head to, uh, oh. well, actually, you caught one. Uh, one of the kids caught the black and white uh, Koi. Okay. White, uh, All right. Well, yeah, we've the got... black and white koi. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we... Actually, buffalo aren't technically in the carp family. We call them buffalo carp, but they're their own thing, buffalo oh. fish. Oh. And same with the uh, oh. people talk about the grass carp. They're actually in the minnow family, hmm. not in the yeah. uh, carp okay. carp. Family. Well, we've got only got about a minute. But uh, okay. uh, Frank, was there any other? Uh, well, first of all, the method. Um, you said that you, um, you normally fish from the bank. Yes, sir. I don't even own a boat. I'm probably the only fishing guy in the world that doesn't own a boat. Um, <laughs> I like to say I'm the only fishing guy in the world with a guarantee, too. We uh, we actually guarantee that you catch fish, and if you don't, you get a free trip. Yeah. Now, would you just sit on the bank, throw it way out there, and then and then uh, take a nap? Uh, pretty much. So we got these high-tech alarms. Yeah. Um, get them from a company called New Direction Tackle. Um, the, the spinning reels have what's called a bait runner on it, which is a secondary drag system. Fish can take mm-hmm. line freely. Okay. And uh, and your your website, uh, Levi, we want to make sure we get that in there. Quickly. Uh, yeah, quickly. it's KiltedCarperFishingTours.com. KiltedCarperFishingTours.com. Okay. Got it. Okay, that was exciting. We'll bring you back on. we got more to talk about. A bad day of fishing is better than a good day at work. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code Fish Talk for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. No, say that you're the best Never seen you with a fish on here Got a pole and a big old dress Never seen you get him wet Can't get your fish in the line and in the water Yeah. Got a pole and a big old dress. Never seen you get him wet. Can't get your fish in the line and in the water. Oh! Can't get your fish in the line and in the water. Well, if you're out, don't you? You ain't got a chance. Take that old big thing then. Can't get your fish in the line and in the water. Welcome back. To Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have a a guest that I'm just anxious to be talking to. Yeah, uh, we have uh, Captain Phil Thompson, and he's out of the Keys, and spends a lot of time in Cuba, and has been for many years. So, as far as the the expert, the one that I know, would definitely be uh, uh, excuse me, Phil Thompson. But uh, we're going to be talking about something very, very exciting right now. Pay very close attention. And uh, let's go ahead and bring Phil in. Uh, Phil Thompson, I know that you're just about ready to leave you back to Cuba tomorrow or the next day, so we just kind of got you in time. But let's yeah, talk. Yeah, we've, we've got a little two-day barling tournament okay. down there for the Hemingway uh, International Yacht Club. It, uh, the two-day what? little two-day marlin tournament. Oh, marlin tournament. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've got them, don't they? 
Yeah, this and, time of the year, the, the bigger ones are in, too. Yeah. So hopefully we'll look on something really well, that's, big. That's why Ernest Hemingway spent so much time down there, because he was, uh, you know, he loved a, a, was a big game fisherman. But and, also, I'm going to go down to Las Salinas, where we're talking about running a trip and do a little bass fishing. This is the time of year. Las Salinas? Um, that's in the mainland, or what? Yeah, that's the area of Las Salinas is where um, we're planning our little sojourn in December. Okay. We've got bass fishing. We've got... Uh, Bone, it's the bonefish capital of Cuba. And then the Rio Hatiwanico River is great. Well, let's, uh, Phil, first of all, let's clarify some things because there's so much uh, confusion, misunderstanding, and, you know, rumors about Cuba and visiting Cuba in particular. So would you mind, uh, you know, putting people straight on the process and what you can and cannot do? Yeah, it's actually... Um, what we're doing is we're not going as tourists. We're going to interact and support the Cuban people. We're going to interact with the Cuban people, which will include some marine biologists, uh, people who aren't really into the aquatic side of it. We'll have a chance to talk with bird specialists, with uh, um, experts on both flora and fauna in the swamp itself, as well as um, the cultural oh. aspect of Havana. And oh. that all falls under the, the legal aspects support the Cuban people. Right. So um, what, to, to explain what he means is that technically, um, you know, the embargo is still on. Um, yeah, and, we're, not, we're not violating the embargo. We're, mm-hmm. vi- we're not even violating the travel ban. Mm-hmm. We're not violating anything. Mm-hmm. To violate the embargo, you have to stay at certain hotels and, and do certain services. We've made sure that all of our, all of our bookings are totally legal. Mm-hmm. They're the same bookings that are used by Orvis and Yellow Dog and, and large uh, mm-hmm. companies operating in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what the, to, to clarify is that as a tourist, you're not supposed to just show up and say, hey, I'm a tourist. But there's so many categories that you can fall into, and they don't really uh, uh, check that much. If you're just going to go down there and well, say, we're I, actually, I want to we're actually an organized group. There'll mm-hmm. be an itinerary that'll be posted um, that that satisfies OFAC uh, for what they want. Um, so if anyone ever asks, we'll have a full sub, full schedule of events that we've done, mm-hmm. and all of them comply within the rules of traveling to Cuba. Mm-hmm. That's so it. where would we see this uh, posted? Well, uh, Frank, in answer to your question, um, we had just posted up on our just just t- yesterday on our website under uh, Real Fun Fishing Packages. It's right at the top. Now, we're going to have to make some adjustments to it, but we've got about 90% of it there. But uh, why don't we go ahead and let Phil explain. The plan is to go December 1st until the, what of it, seven nights? Or, so that would be the 8th, I guess. Um, uh, seven nights and six. Six, six days, eight, right, seven nights. Right. And, and that uh, includes three days of fishing and then three days in Havana itself. Mm-hmm. So you get to see a tremendous amount of the, of the countryside. For those people who aren't going to be fishing, there's also side trips to San Fuegos, uh, kayaking, snorkeling, mm-hmm. all types of, of right. Um, activities right there on the beach. Or you can just sit under palm trees and, and right. drink mojitos. So, okay. If I wanted to take my wife, she could go uh, touring while I'm fishing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we um, we definitely um, have set everything up so that everybody has has an op- something of, an option to do. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's and well. First of all, it's uh, thirty-three hundred and fifty dollars, and that's for the complete package. And I'm not saying it's completely all inclusive, but pretty much. I mean, you might want to buy a few meals and stuff on your own, but you know, the transportation, the accommodations, most of your meals, all your gear, uh, everything's all included. Yeah, the accommodations, transportations, all the transfers, um, everything is included except the airfare. Um, you will be responsible, each individual will be responsible for their own meals in Havana, mm-hmm. with the exception of breakfast, which will be at the guest house. Mm-hmm. But then, oh, okay. um, and then so, the, the, the um, stay in Playa Larga, which is three nights, three days mm-hmm. and three nights, all meals are provided. Okay, so while you're in Havana, well, you'd probably want to, do, you know, go off on your own anyway for lunch and dinner. Well, that's it. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, I'm not going to take, try to make a decision for all those people about where they want to eat. Yeah. Because um, there are so many options, and some people want to tour longer. There's great flexibility in our in our little shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Cuba very well. I know how to get things done. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and the uh, um, and we're going to be staying in. Was it? We have a couple of. Is it one big guest house or two or what? No, we'll all stay in one big guest house in okay. Havana, and then of course we're all staying at a Playa Larga yes. uh, beach resort. And, okay. Um, and then, of course, our first night will be at the Hemingway Bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's all right. We're going to get everybody um, yeah, yeah, get acquainted everybody, with Cuba. Yeah. Get, um, everybody, get everybody in the place at one time. Now, I will yeah. mention that because of the the uh, the way that it works and uh, logistically, we can only take ten people, and that would include me, Frank, and his wife. And we've, right. got, we've got other people that are, you know, say they're going to go, but we don't have deposits yet. Of course, we just posted it. But if anybody is interested, um, what I'll do, all you have to do is contact me. And um, by email is the easiest. And that's john at fishtalkradio.com. My name is John, so it's john at fishtalkradio.com. And just say, hey, I'm interested in Cuba. Make sure you get your contact information in there. And just by contacting me, we've been building up quite a war chest of uh, prizes. And we'll send you something just by contacting me. We'll send you something that will make it well worth your while. Let's put it that way. Because we want to, we got to get this thing moving fast. We've only got a couple of months. Yeah, people love Cuba, and it's mm-hmm. a great time to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just before the main the main rush comes in. Things have cooled off, and um, the weather is just usually very Beautiful. very good. And this is, this is the best time for fishing. Now you will need a passport, I assume. So uh-huh. if you don't have one, you can you have plenty of time to get it if you get out there and do it. Um, but uh, if you want to, you know, people, I've been wanting to go to Cuba for years and years. I've heard all the stories, and the more stories I hear, the more I want to go. And apparently Cuba is, um, you know, Castro, there's a lot of things he did wrong, some things he did right. Uh, he was quite a conservationist from what you tell me. Absolutely. Uh, He's got, well, the Zapata Estuary, where we're going is one of is probably the pristine, it's the largest estuary conservation area in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and it has to be right at the top as the most pristine. Right. It's just non-polluted whatsoever. Well, and of course, the, I, I have to say, from what also I learned from you, is that part of the reason it's so pristine is he built these huge hundreds of thousands of acres of preserves, but he was the only one allowed to use them. Well, in some instances that was true, and then, uh, but not later on. Most of the areas he had plenty of his he had plenty plenty of his own playground areas, 
but this area where we're going, fly, fly head on, which is the Bay of Pigs, as we know it, uh, he had his favorite house was at the mouth of that bay. Mm-hmm. And that's why to this day, you still can't, except for the, for the Cuban Coast Guard, you won't see a power boat in that bay. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see the fishermen sail out in the morning or row out in the morning. They row along the beach, catch the bait, and row out, and then they sail in on the afternoon breeze, mm-hmm. like going back in time. Mm, yeah. No, there's just so many reasons. The culture, the and again, you know, what he uh, he did a lot of things, you know, that were very um, well, just cruel, but you know, subjugated subjugated the uh, the the people that lived there. But everything's right. so different. I mean, their their education level, I think, is the highest in the world. Um, but a teacher, everything is paid for by the government, you know, as far as your housing and food, which is very basic. But, you know, the teachers make, what, 150 bucks a month? And a doctor? No, they make, they make like 30 a month. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, Doctors and, make like 45 now. Oh, my God. Well, well I'm, the I'm, thing about it is you've got a first, first world people living in a third world country. Yeah. And it's, so it's a, it's, a, it's a very, it's the irony that of Cuba is... Uh, it's very hard to find a population that is the kind of poor they are that is or as contented as they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that uh, in recent history, things of capitalism has become to uh, um, become, you know, uh, intertwined where people are going off and they're doing their own enterprises. Well, it's also it's also the safest destination in but in the Caribbean by far and probably. Oh, yes, it would be, wouldn't it? non-existent, especially the tourists. Right, right. Well, what are you going to do? Get in an inner tube to try to escape? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, not that, but they're just, <laughs> yeah. their network is so so yeah. well-developed. I mean, they know if someone commits a crime, they know who to go. It, it's like the old um, <laughs> adage from the um, Casablanca movie, Casablanca, uh-huh. round up the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, right Phil, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to take a break. But hopefully you can stick around for a few more minutes for the last segment. That uh, well, let's talk some more about that trip, and we'll go over the itinerary. And uh, so uh, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And go to the website and listen to the show. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows 
wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby, and we have Captain Phil Thompson, who is a good friend and a true expert on fishing in Cuba. Uh, he lives in the Keys, and he spends, uh, what, about a third of your time over there, Phil? I spend more than that now, about two-thirds of my time. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm glad we got you. But uh, what we're talking about is Phil has put together a package trip for Real Fun Adventures. And it's uh, December first. The price is thirty three fifty. And what I would like to do is, you know, we've got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of listeners, but people just don't get around to, you know, following up or giving us a call. They enjoy the show, but they don't call up and say, "Hey, let me do that." So what I'm going to do? Anybody that uh, wants to send me an email, and that's John J O H N at Fish Talk Radio. Three words. Fish Talk Radio. John at fishtalkradio.com. And it just indicate that you're interested in getting more information about Cuba. I've got a war chest of uh, prizes from our sponsors. It's getting too big. So I'm going to start giving some of the stuff away. And I guarantee you it'll be worth your while. It's not like some 2 or $3 item. So we'll, you know, we'll let, let us know what you're looking for, and I'll see what I can come up with for you. And all you have to do is contact me. But uh, for some reason, we have a pr- problem with people listening and then not following through. So it's time to follow through. So send an email to John, J-O-H-N, at fishtalkradio.com, and indicate that you want some information about Cuba. And give us a shipping address, and we'll take good care of you. Now... Frank or Phil, give go through a day by day itinerary of our trip starting December first. Well, we arrived December the first in Havana. Uh, check into what we call the, our Cuban versions of bread and back bread and breakfasts. Breakfasts. They are um, they are really the very high standard. Uh, we'll all be staying in one one house. We'll have a pool. Um, there'll be people for you know serving breakfast and they're twenty four seven. Uh, depending on what time everybody gets together, we'll um, 
head over to the Hemingway Yacht Club and have some cocktails and dinner. Um, maybe if anybody wants to go see a show, that's a very, very real option. Uh, and he'll be out of that night. And the next day, we'll set off in two vintage cars and we'll see Havana, uh, Memorial Castle, Hemingway's House, uh, the Museum of the Revolution, the Capitol Building, all of the, the beautiful sights of uh, Havana Viejo, which is absolutely gorgeous. Havana Viejo. And um, then on the third day, we'll. Um, uh, head down and once again in two vintage cars to Vignales where the tobacco's grown and where these big spears, limestone spears stick out of the valley. It's an incredible sight, full of old Indian caves and artifacts and it's just an unbelievable trip. Then the day four, we get up early in the morning, we head down to the estuary of Zapata, God Zapata, where the fishermen will embark either on bass fishing, river fishing for tarpon and snook, or bone fishing on the flats for bonefish uh, permit and tarpon. People who aren't angling will have a variety of activities to do, from kayaking to birding to uh, tour of Cien Fuegos, uh, tour of the crocodile farms. And there's just a multitude of activities going on down there. Or they can just chill out in, in the hammock under the palm tree at the beach, drinking mojitos. Uh, there'll be three days of fishing, and then... Uh, Day seven, we wake up early and head to Havana Airport, make flight of uh, flight connections, and um, hopefully there'll be a week of unbelievable memories. Right. No, that sounds fantastic. I'll make a quick mention. Orvis uh, puts trips together, and they're twice the price of what Frank's put together. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, like, it's an identical trip. Right. Yeah, so it is. You know, it's not cheap, but uh, it's not something you're going to, you know, it's, it's something you've been probably been wanting to do for decades. So get on and do it. The time is short. We took a long time to get it organized. But you can go to fishtalkradio.com and look under uh, Real Fun Adventures and under Packages. It's right on the front for more information. But the best thing to do is get in touch with us. Uh, uh, email john at fishtalkradio.com and then go to the website, fishtalkradio.com. Uh, Phil, thank you very much, and I'm certainly looking forward to it. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Frank. Yeah. All right. All right. You, uh, this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and uh, uh, check us out. Listen to the show on the front page. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby, of course. And we have a special guest with us today. I haven't talked to you for a while. I've been down there, and Mark Sidney has been a help uh, put together trips to Costa Rica. He operates out of San Jose, but he'll book trips all over. Uh, we went down. Most of the fish, I think, is on the Pacific side, right, uh, Mark? Yeah, I mean, basically what Costa Rica is known for are its billfish, especially the sailfish, mm-hmm. marlin, and of course it's Rooster uh, fish, yeah. roosters all on the Pacific side. Mm-hmm. But there were tarpon on the Caribbean side. Well, Frank would love it because he's an avid uh, fly angler, and uh, that's. I think there's probably more sailfish uh, off the coast there than there is anywhere in the world. 
Um, after the peak season from December through April, pretty well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's the venue of uh, several international billfish tournaments, including the most famous one, is the nine-day Los Sueños Signature Triple Crown, three legs of three days each, wow. with tons of money to be won and tons of fish to be caught. I mean, right. one year, about three years ago, there were... 40, between 45 and 50 boats, I can't remember, yeah. off the top of my hand, head, and over the nine days, they released over 5,000 billfish. Wow, wow. That's a lot of bill. Well, that's a lot of bill. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, we're going to take a break in a minute, and we're going to come back uh, and talk to Mark about Costa Rica. In the meantime, we have Frank Selby on, and uh, Frank, we want to make sure we mention again our trip to Cuba, December 1st. If anybody's listening, um, you can go to our website now, Fish, talk, Fish, Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and go to Real Fun Adventures and look at the first package. But uh, if anybody wants to is interested, all they have to do is drop me an email. It's my name is John. So to send it to John at fishtalkradio.com and express an interest. And I've got a war chest full of stuff. We can we'll, we'll give you something that'll be well worth your uh, time uh, to, to send me an email. We'll be back with you momentarily on Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And we're going to take a quick break. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. 
Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. He's a great American fisherman. He'll fish anywhere. Anywhere there's water, Lord knows he'll be there. He's just like a gypsy, mighty hard to hold. Great American fisherman got fishing in his soul. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and this is Fish Hunt Talk Radio. We have uh, a guest that, gosh, it's been a long time since I've been <laughs> I've seen you, Mark, but uh, he operates, um, I, I get a couple of different, is that Americana Sport Fishing, is that what we use? Americana Sport Fishing, Fish Costa Rica. Okay, okay. And uh, he, his office is in San Jose, which is at the top of the hill, and you know, you fly into San Jose Airport and get on a bus and drop down to the Pacific to uh, either Los uh, Sueños and Haco or uh, um, Capos. Been a, yes, Capos. Capos, yes. But Capos. Uh, it's, it's a new uh, marina. Really great. Oh, they finally got that done? Yeah. Yes, they did, and it's booming. Mm-hmm. They were very lucky to attack the, attract a few uh, sponsors, including uh, Nicaragua's, what can I say, wealthiest man and the owner of the famous Flor de Caña rum distillery. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. Well, hey. just uh, to give a, a kind of a quick uh, um, idea, uh, Costa Rica, basically, people are down there for two reasons, the ecotourism and the fishing. And the fishing, when we were on the break, Mark was talking about the, uh, the big nine-day tournament, and there was, what, 45 boats? Yep, fish- 45 or 50, you know, under 50. Just yeah, somewhere and, just under- and they, were, they were fishing for three different three-day segments. And yep. how many billfish were landed by those 45 boats in the nine days? Uh, somewhere over... Five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. So, if you're interested, now sailfish is probably um, that's got to be the capital of sailfish. But striped marlin and some of the other marlin, and of course rooster fish are, are uh, big down there too. So, yeah, uh, rooster fish. So, Frank, absolutely. Frank, with you and your fly rod, you'd have a good time. Uh, Frank, you're breaking up. We'll try it again. But, are uh, there any snook down there? Oh, but, oh, yeah, there are snook. Yep, there are snook. There's some on the Pacific side, but um, very dependent on the tides, and more so starting from Capo South mm-hmm. down yeah. through, oh, down to Golfito. Mm-hmm. But the real snook uh, bite is on the Caribbean side, mm-hmm. and uh, there's snook all the time. But there's a very interesting bite October, well, November, December. Um, yeah, I, have to, I, I have to tell a quick story. Years ago, I went on a Caribbean cruise, and you go down the Atlantic side, and we stopped in, uh, gosh, what's that town where the cruise ship stop? 
Limon. Um, limon, limon, yeah, I was thinking of citrus, limon. Hmm. And so I called Mark and I said, hey, we're going to be uh, in port for a day. What do you suggest? And Mark says, I suggest you stay on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, limon isn't the place. It's yeah. up, up north near the Nicaraguan border. Yeah, or the Pacific side. But uh, yeah. anyway, no, that's fascinating. Hey, Frank, I'm sitting here minding my own business, and Bob Summero just walked in with a with Hey there, guys. Us. Hey. Hey, and, Bob. Hey. How's it going? Good, good. Just was in the neighborhood and thought I'd drop in and say hello to all you guys. And now that Mark's on the line there, it just makes it even more intriguing. Costa Rica has been my dream trip. I Have you done it? I've yet to get down uh, well, there. Well, maybe we should put a trip together. Okay, how about Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, where do you want to be? Uh, well, we'll work something out, let me tell you. Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, Bob, this is actually the right time. Is it? At Costa Rica, they have the, the dry season and the wet season. Now, uh, in the winter time is actually the time to go down because it never gets cold. Mm-hmm. And the winter time is what they call the dry season. So, from what Thanksgiving till Easter is usually about the peak, Mark. Yeah, the peak. The peak bite, if you're looking for sailfish, is where um, we were talking about Los Sueños Haco and Cape Base Vela between, let's say, December. December 1st and April 31st. Mm-hmm. Do it that way. So well, maybe we can do that this year. Well, we should do that, and we'll get Frank to go as well, and we'll bring our uh, long rods, and uh, we'll make that happen. Yeah. Well, we're just talking, Seriously. you know, if, you know, they got, uh, you know, sailfish. It's got to be the sailfish camp. How about October 8th and 9th? Uh, no, we're going to be kind of busy. Until, well, we got the Cuba trip that's the 1st of the 7th, so it would have to be probably after Christmas. Right. Hey, there are flights from Cuba to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I like the way you think, Mark. I like the way you think. <laughs> that's great. That's great. But uh, anyway, Mark, let's kind of give an idea about if someone wants to go down there. They fly into San Jose, and uh, usually the best thing to do is see San Jose is a, is a very um, interesting city. It's beautiful. And you spend the night there, and the next day you, you arrange a, a bus to take us wherever we're going, Los Sueños or Jaco or Capos, or maybe all three. And... Uh, um, and then you set up all the fishing. You set up everything. We can set up everything. That's awesome. But now with the new highway, it's best you can come in one day. You don't have to overnight in San Jose. It's only a, now with the new highway, 85 minutes from the airport, even oh. less than that, to oh. Hako. So if you come in at a decent time, even at night, right, you can get there at... Uh, you know, that night, so, relax. Well, I'd, 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 I'd suggest trouble. spending a night in San Jose anyway. Really? Is it yeah. really yeah. worth it? Well, it's, it's a metropolitan yeah. city. But, you know, the thing for me, I, I don't know anything about the tour other than the fishing is incredible. I want to do the ecotourism. I want to see San Jose. I mean, what are we going to do, spend a week, two weeks? Um, I would say, listen, San Jose is a not a great tourist town, but right. uh, the downtown interesting. Go fish, fish two or three, fish three days, and then we can arrange a trip up to the um, wherever you want, right? Yeah. In terms of yeah, most of the ecotourism is is yep. uh, it would be on the north. Well, it can be on the north. Costa Rica no, we, runs. You yeah. get up early enough to fish. Yeah, Costa Rica runs east and west, so it's right. a little confusing. Get up early, and make yeah. a trip up to the north, and do yep. the canopy yep. tours and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. That sounds incredible. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna book it. I'm gonna work with John. Frank, are you in? Yeah, you probably, yeah, and I've got another guy who'll go. Fine, okay. that's four of us, that's a book. Yeah, right. yeah, no, you know, we probably take about ten, makes it worthwhile. But it's, uh, yeah. 
That would be no, that's fun. I've I've done it twice, and I haven't spent a while since I've been down there. Mm-hmm. And Costa Rica's changed a little bit. You know, there's um, as you mentioned, now there's a highway down there, and they're continuing to make improvements. But uh, well, all um, right, I got to ask that uh, truly American question. What about safety and security? Okay, safety and security. It's safe as long as you use your noodle, right? Well, we got I you. Mean, we got you directing us, so I assume we're going to yeah, be using you, you, our noodle. Yeah. I mean, basically, I always tell people do exactly what you do anywhere else. You can walk, and if you're walking down the street or somewhere, let's say in San Jose, and looks a little seedy in front of you, make a hundred and eighty degree turn and walk back. Well, I'll, I'll make a comment on that, Mark, and be completely honest: is that. Um, Petty theft is a national pastime. Yeah, I mean, petty but, theft. But you know, yeah. a guy goes down to the beach and he had this fancy flip-flops with a little can opener on the bottom and stuff. Yeah. Goes in the water, comes back, and there's a shitty old pair of <laughs> flip-flops sitting there. No, I do a little but, thing. Uh, Listen, but, a little bit of pill. But, uh, but, but as far as major crime, right? it, as far as major crime, it pretty much doesn't exist. But major crimes are rare. But even so, you have a, you're at a bar, let's say three or four, even five blocks from your hotel, and you've had a few too many, and it's eleven o'clock at night. Tell the guy at the bar to get you a taxi. It'll cost you three bucks. Hmm. You're okay. That's I a great mean, idea. Little things, little things like that. Uh, you don't need to bring your Rolex watch by a $3 watch. You don't need to bring your 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 gold, your 18-karat gold uh, fountain pen, right? A Bic will do, it'll do quite well. Hey, hey, Bob, what am I going to do? All my watches yeah, are Yeah, I know. You're all Rolex. He's 100% Rolex. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Keep I'll your buy, hands in your pockets, right? It, it'll be a Christmas present from me to you, a $3 watch. <laughs> okay. All right. But anyway, hey, serious, we hadn't thought about that, but that's not a bad idea to put a trip together for maybe yeah. January, February. I think that's a great idea. We could all go, right. and then we can bring a bunch of other people. Don't and... leave it too late, because that's the peak. those are the peak months. Mark, yeah. Mark, you're not aware I write for Western Outdoor News. We could probably even publicize it there. Good idea. Right. Yeah. Good idea. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, st- we'll get to work on that. But that, you know, Cuba, everybody wants to go to Cuba. Well, same thing Costa Rica. It seems like everybody wants to go to Costa Rica. I'd rather go to Costa Rica. I got okay. a quick question for him. Exactly yes, how many people can w- you take care of? Oh, that's a good question. As many as you like with, um, with okay. notice. All right. Well, we gotta, we got we to gotta go, got Mark. six guys that like to go everywhere I go. Well, that's not a problem. We can do that. We'll, get nope. about, we'll probably maybe get about 12 people together, but I think it would be perfect. You can manage that size of a group. That's anyway, perfect. Hey, yeah. listen. Okay, we got to go. Get on three boats. Thanks, Mark. We, yeah, we got we got to go. Mark, we'll have to talk to you some more about this. We just came up with an idea. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website, fishtalkradio.com, and listen to the show as many times as you want. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundo's Del 
Memoir, Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAHA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. You can't catch fish. 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 I got a little story about a city boy that came to Wisconsin up from Illinois so he can enter. The big fish contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told him. Guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, cause hey, you can pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. For tripe's sake. You can't catch fish. Go back to Illinois. Hey. Can't catch fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, Frank Selby, and we have uh, actually had Bob's uh, uh, Simmer Bob just walked Hey, here just I walked am. In. He's an outdoor <laughs> it's a party writer. all of a sudden. Writer for Western Outdoor News. He just kind of was in the neighborhood and stopped in. That's cool. But we have on the line with this, um, we have Andrew Hard, and he operates, uh, I guess he's the owner-operator of the franchise uh, for Freedom Boat Club in Huntington Beach. Now, and San Pedro. And I, I wish you were farther up here. And what, what a great concept you have. It is. It really uh, is an awesome. Do you want to just mention real quick what that's about, Andrew? Yeah. So we bill ourselves as the hassle-free alternative to boat ownership. So instead of going out, you know, spending a bunch of money on a boat and then sweating away, doing the maintenance, towing, insurance, all that kind of stuff, we do that for you. We take that out of the game. So all you do with us is have fun. Mm-hmm. The low monthly due and a low initiation fee, and we take care of the rest. Yeah. Well, let me let me explain that. You decide, you wake up in the morning and you go, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go fishing today. So you make a call, go down, say, I want to go out, this is the kind of boat I want. You go down there, they got it ready for you. All you do is step on the boat, you know, turn the key. and Better t- than that. What? Better than that. They meet you at the parking lot oh. with the red carpet service. They pick up all your gear <laughs> with a smile, and they drag it all down to the boat for you and load it. Am I not correct, Andrew? <laughs> 
You guys are doing a better job of explaining it. Okay, well, that's because I was really impressed when we were yeah. down there with the service. Yeah. Anyway, so you take it out, you enjoy yourself for whatever amount of time you want. You come back in, pull up to the dock, and then I guess you get the same thing in reverse? Yeah? We yeah. have to stop one place. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Got to get fuel. Yeah. Got to fuel you it. Refuel it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. all. They clean the boat. They take care of getting your gear in your car. Uh, the only thing is he says is that uh, you just need a girl. Well, the uh, the idea, the concept. You know, let's talk about price. We don't have to know exactly sure. what the price is, but you can mention it. But if you figure, if you're going to buy a decent boat that you can take out in the water, it's going to be probably around a hundred thousand. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where I mean, all of our boats retail from about sixty to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So you got a hundred thousand dollars invested. Uh, you got heavy monthly payments. You've got insurance. Uh, even on a newer boat, you still got maintenance, dock fees, and dock fees. And uh, but yeah, you got to you got to get it there or pay for slip fee or you know for uh, um, uh, slip rentals. And this stuff gets added up real quick. So if you you can do that, or you can just you know go to Freedom Boat Club and get uh, you don't you can get different boats each time if you want. So you pay an initiation, right, Andrew? Yeah, it's a one-time initiation, and uh, typically it's six thousand five hundred to join. Mm -hmm. We're doing a special for the boat show until the end of the show, uh, four thousand to join one time, yeah, and four hundred a month. Yeah. That's fantastic. Four hundred a month gets you as many times as you want to go. Thirty days, you go thirty times. Unlimited four, access. Four hundred yeah, a month, and would, you get access yeah. to one hundred and sixty-five locations across the country. Well, four hundred a month wouldn't even pay, make the payments on a boat. No, it wouldn't. plus the right. plus the two three hundred dollars uh -huh. a month for slip fees, plus, and well, you, you you fill it up when you come back, and then as soon as but, you yeah. as soon as you break something, you're ruined. So. Yeah. Hey, Bob, ask him; he'll tell you. I was the hardest nut to crack. No, that's typical of you, Frank. <laughs> Am I lying? I had to bring him down about four times, I think. You know, he, he put me through the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm glad I did. I was going to buy a boat. And we just got how many new ones in both locations now? Brand new. We're up, yeah, we're up to about 16 boats between the two locations. And they range from what to what? Anywhere from 20 to 30 feet. We've got... Um, Center console fishing boats, so Key West 24-foot center consoles, GPS, you know, fish finders. Uh, we've got 22-foot center consoles. We've got Parker Pilot Houses. We've got uh, ski boats, you know, hurricane ski boats, so with uh, wakeboarding towers and duffy boats. So And a bay boat. That's, that's uh, I, for, I can't forget about that. It's Frank's favorite boat is our, uh, our bay boat with the trolling motor. Uh, so. yeah. What's the biggest boat, the 30-foot? The 30-foot, and we're actually adding an overnight boat uh, where you can actually sleep on the boat come January of 2019. Oh. Mm. And that'll have uh, a, a berth in it? Yes, it'll have a, a berth for four people. Mm -hmm. so it's got two two beds, a queen and a full, and it's got a kitchenette, and it's a regal outboard, actually. Now, would you, you pay extra for that as... as uh that would be, yeah, and that's we're putting that together right now, but that would be an extra uh, level of membership. Okay. But uh, anyway, one of the main reasons we wanted to talk to you is because of where you are right now. And uh, yes. we're going to we've got a break coming up uh, in uh, uh, 
just a, just a couple of minutes, and then hopefully you'll stick around with us for a couple of minutes and come back. But let's go ahead and talk about where you are right now. I am at the L.A. Harbor Boat Show in San Pedro at Cabrillo Way Marina, and I, I'm out here. It's awesome. We've got a ton of boats. Um, we have a great location, but also all the other vendors, so, you know, ski boats to yachts to sailboats, uh, fishing boats, whatever you're into, they've got it down here. And this is the third year we've been at this venue, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. There's a lot of space to spread out, so all kinds of stuff going on well, down here. My, I'm not an expert, but my understanding that is one of the biggest ones in the United States, probably within the top three or five, right? Yes, it's it's pretty big. It's a pretty big show out here. Yeah, I think so. you got Miami and um, a couple other ones, but it's uh, it's big, real big. Right. And, of course, one of the things about going to the boat shows, I don't, you probably missed this one, but uh, normally they have special pricing. But uh, we're going to take a break in, in less than a minute. Uh, but what I'd like to do is find out. Um, um, no, I think we've got a little bit more time than that, John. We've got one minute. Well, I, let me jump in for just a second. Okay. One of the things I've been looking at is a Parker. They, I know you have a couple of them in your fleet, correct? More than that. Right. So, four. so a Parker now, if you're going to buy a new one loaded up, it's going to be a hundred, a hundred and a quarter. So what, right. what are you seeing down there at the show? Are they doing that sort of thing? Are they making deals on those boats? Uh, you're still going to be in that. I, I'm not sure what kind of, I know all of the, all of the vendors, all of the dealers have great pricing. Mm-hmm. So if you, if that's what your, your price is typically, then yeah, you're going to get a, a significant savings by doing stuff at the boat show. Um, it's kind of like a Black Friday deal. So everybody's out here, and they're all they're all coming to the show with their best pricing. The reason I'm asking that question is in doing the math, when you look at that at $125,000, even if they knock off 20%, if you take the math on what you're charging for your $4,000 initiation and $400 a month, I'd have to live to be 100 to make that payoff to own that boat. Yeah. So I mean, it's it a much better deal. That, that, that doesn't count the... the uh, it's fun to go fishing when you get on. That's why you like to fish other people's boats. You, know? <laughs> you get on and you get off and you walk away. You don't want to own a boat. But uh, anyway, um, uh, Andrew, I don't, this may not be an easy question to answer, but in the automotive field and light trucks, in the last five years, things have been changing at the speed of light, you know, with all the different types of uh, uh, drives and the electronics and, the, and uh, all the other stuff. Um, have we seen any any evolution in boats themselves? Yeah. Well, we've seen some evolution in some of the power plants that these boats are using, and even some of the steering, the the fly by wire, the throttle um, type of stuff going on, where it's electronic throttles instead of cables. So there's been some evolution in the technology of the boats. Mm-hmm. Some of the manufacturers are starting to use different hull designs. Uh, sure, taking advantage of air coming under the hull and creating a softer, better ride for you. Mm. But yes, we are starting to see some evolution mm-hmm. in the, in the uh, boat manufacturers. Now, some of the the boat manufacturers that are that have been just solid forever, like Parker, mm-hmm. they're they're sticking with a pretty traditional design as far yeah. as their hole goes. Yeah. Well, you know, they've got fiber. But, I mean, but what they have works. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're, they're fiberglass, uh, but they're indestructible. They are. And right. they're just a great boat. Mm-hmm. Have you seen much in the way of gyroscopes or any of that that's going on? I've seen an awful lot of news about that lately. That's happening on the bigger boats. Yeah. And they're starting to use gyroscopes to stabilize. Um, 
the thing with that is those gyroscopes are thousands of dollars. So you got to have a mul- many thousands of dollars. So you got to have a boat that's big enough that it's it makes sense. Oh, you know, see. and those are those are going on more yachts. Well, I would imagine you know, it adds really some, big center console. Yeah, probably add some more weight to it too. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, and they displace a lot of space yeah. on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, no, that it's sounds pretty cool. The floor. And uh, and and then of course the materials. Uh, I would imagine there's been some you know some evolution in that. I mean fiberglass is you know it's still not much different than it was. No. But uh, it's you know, still king. That's what ninety five percent of the boats are still made out of. I mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's because yep. not only is it uh, versatile as far as construction techniques, but it's so durable. I mean, it's just amazing mm-hmm. and, and lightweight too. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Well, what about some of the you know the cat boats? You, you, there's a lot. You know, it seems to be some interest in it, but you don't see too many of them out there. The catamarans? Yeah. Yeah, out here at this show, I'm actually looking. They have some beautiful catamarans. Uh, one's called a Bali. You know, make some. I mean, they're they're really pretty boats, um, and they've got great offerings here. Uh, to, to just even walk through them is uh, they're next level boats. Well, they're, no, they're really cool because they got a flat you know platform, and uh, you know they're very comfortable and they're very quick because mm-hmm. they don't take they don't draw the water. And you, but, you, you don't right. do any of those, do you, Andrew? You don't have any catamarans. We don't, yeah, and most of what what's here is uh, they're not power boats; they're they're your sailboats. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, what I was yeah. going to say about the cats is that uh, you know they look good, they feel good, they're fast, but when you're in rough water, you don't want to be on one. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, now we are getting close on time, but we are going to take a three minute break and come back. I want to make sure that everybody knows they can go to uh, fishhunttalkradio.com, and right on the front page uh, is the show. It'll be posted uh, probably by the time you hear this. And if, there, if you missed anything or um, you want to go back and listen to the same thing because you didn't write it down, uh, that's a smart way to do it. All right. Now I'm going to say my goodbyes and get out of here. Goodbye, guys. Right. Okay. All right. Bye, Thank you, Bob. Bob. I'll see you, Bob. Alrighty. Okay. Okay, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. We'll be back with you uh, in just a couple of minutes, so don't go too far. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month, and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com, and start getting your packages every month. This is John, and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal, and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. And both with a bunch of fancy gear, crepe steaks, you know it, and lures. Every style, type, and size, if you think that'll help, you're in for a surprise, cause money. Can't buy school, you know the guys and me, we can catch them at will against Shadrath. You ain't no match, fish is just something that you can't catch. For crying out loud, guy, you can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. Built a tug on the line and I didn't pay attention. I was spinning way too fast. Before I knew it, I was staring at a ten-pound shiny bass. When I tried to pull the fish inside, I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh. I was so scared. I threw my rod up in the air. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby, of course. And gosh, we've been having such a good time, Frank. Um, one of the things I like so much about doing this show is that I've been doing it for a long time, and every week I learn some new stuff. You'd think I'd be getting smart by now, but it doesn't seem to be working. Well, you know, the old saying, as long as you learn something new every day, you'll never get old. Well, I think my problem is is that uh, my brain has a, a certain capacity. So every time I learn something, something else falls out. Yeah, just like a computer. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I you guess. like that, Mark. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, we're going to have uh, Jeff from, uh, I think we got Jeff. We're on hold waiting for him right now with Abel and uh, uh, Reels and you know, Frank. If you, well, they don't just have Abel. Yeah. But uh, uh, you that's wanna... my go to big game reel. Yeah. The, in my opinion. Yeah. That's well, the best one to go to. I've landed 300 pounders on that reel. Mm-hmm. 350 something. Whoa. Whoa. Um, well, I know that you're a phantom, and you've got uh, how many able reels in your in your stash? Probably 47, at no, least. No way. Maybe That's more than that. Seriously? Seriously. Uh, wait until you get on the air. He could tell you. I used to buy him by the week. Oh. Well, and I assume that there's like half a dozen that you use all the time. The rest of them are kept cleaned and polished. Uh, I try to use them all except my big games. Actually, I have one big game. It's probably 10, 11 years old. It's got the the backing on it. It's never had a line on it. It's a backup reel when I'm going for marlin Uh or big tuna. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I have thrown two over at a time. Huh. And nowadays they don't do that. But you, in the old days, we would... Throw, uh, two, throw two lines? No, throw the whole rod over onto another rod. Oh, another oh, fly oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Rod. yeah so you just keep a, a backup reel. All you do is put it on if, if something happens. Uh, yeah, on uh, yeah. what I call a meat stick. Yeah, well, if you're in the middle of something and there's a problem, you don't want to spend five minutes redoing it. You just kind of flip it over and keep going. Yeah. Because when that bite's on, it's on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, fly fishing has become, um, gosh, it's, I, I guess in the last 15, 20 years, I mean, it's still, uh, it's still growing very quickly. Let's put it that yeah. way. At about every 10 to 15 years, you get a boost. Fly fishing, yeah. a really big boost, mm-hmm. and that's because right. the uh, they put out a show like a river runs through it. There's yeah. about four different ones. That yeah, made yeah give it a bump. Well, one of the reasons that uh, it's be so popular is because it works. But right now, uh, we have uh, a very special guest. Um, do we have? Is it Jeff? It's Brad. Bra- Brad. 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 Oh, yes, hi, hey, Brad. Brad. There you go. We found you. Anyway, I'm sure you know uh, Frank Selby. We were just talking about, apparently he's got more than 40 uh, uh, able, <laughs> able reels. In, in hey, I got a quick question. Sure. Brad, I love the inside of the new Paul Drag Trout Reel. <laughs> the, I call it copper, but you probably call it something else. You know what I'm talking about? Where inside the reel you have etched pictures? Yes, yes. We've got uh, bugs on the inside of the Able TR. Um, We've we've put a couple different uh, milled flies on the inside of them here for kind of a unique thing that we were able to do here Mm -hmm. uh, for this this new run of reels. Well, again, you know, the reels that you make are machined out of a billet of uh, very high-quality aluminum. Yeah. Yeah. One bar, and then yep. uh, and then with that, then they're anodized and they're they're just nice looking reels. Oh yeah. Not, not only the fact that they work so well. Yeah. They're a workhorse, mm-hmm. but they're also beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not cheap, but I guess you have different levels of them too, don't you, Brad? Oh, we do. Yeah, we've uh, the the one yeah. we're talking about here with uh, with the uh, Able TR. That's kind of like our uh, our, our smaller. Trout reel that we have, but we also it's a little bit priced, a little bit more of our of the on the able side for an entry level type of mm-hmm. thing where we're looking at about three ninety five in that mm-hmm. uh, in that type of reel. Mm-hmm. So, but we all we go all the way up to uh, for our saltwater models uh, on our highest end models we, get, we go up to probably over uh, it's about thousand forty nine for just the standard models. Then with all of our customization. Well, again, I mean you can buy uh, uh, reels for. You know, thirty, forty bucks, but and they sort of work. But a quality piece that that's going to work. And the other thing that I've always said is that when you buy something, it doesn't make that much difference what you pay for it. It's because um, you amortize that over a period of time. Oh yeah. And if you get the right piece of equipment, it lasts forever, and it does what it's supposed to do. A lot of times you buy something and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. So whatever you spent your money on, you wasted it. Yeah. And I got one thing to add to that. Every five years, you send them in. They go through all your parts on your reel, and it costs about forty or fifty dollars. But everything's brand new again. Mm-hmm. Yep. If any part that's worn, they change out. Uh, they're 
their repair staff is top of the line. And I have been an able real buyer for so many years, it's not even funny. Mm -hmm. I still have some with my name on it. I know you guys don't do that anymore, but I still have seven or eight with my whole name on it, Mm -hmm. the, the numbers. And they're all serial numbered, ever able real. Is that still the case? We actually uh, we, we we actually stopped with the serial uh, serial numbers on them, um, but uh, it, it was kind of one of those things where um, I think we we saw that uh, with the with that with the serial number options in that sense where we were just weren't able to kind of keep up with all of the models that we had, so we figured, we decided to kind of go away from the, the serializing of the of the feet and the feet were interchangeable as well. And so if it, things had changed over the years with oh, yeah. the different uh, feet that have been to, uh, and things like that that have changed out, it was uh, kind of hard to keep up with all that. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, we were just saying that, you know, fly fishing, I imagine your business is continuing to boom because, you know, you guys are recognized at the top, but uh, we're probably one of the top three uh, anywhere. But... Uh, um, the you know fly fishing it seems to me that it's growing very quickly and i think probably the reason for that is people are finding out it, it frequently works is the best method of catching fish oh, yeah. yeah and it's uh, and it's just a just a fun thing to go out and do i think it's uh, even for, uh, for fly fishing wise it's mm-hmm. uh, going out when you're getting out in the river it's it's more fun to get out there and cast the line around with uh with a, a fly rod than just a, the conventional rod. Well, I'll make a quick comment also for those those that are thinking about getting into it. Um, you know, the idea of, you know, double haul, bring it back, let it fly, bring it back, f- fling it out there, then climb up and then climb up in the tree and get your uh, fly back. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you don't, you know, there's different types of fly fishing. And nymphing, especially in the river, is usually the, the best way to go. And you don't have, all you have to do is drop it in the water. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Frank, you got some comments on that? Yeah, I got a lot of comments. Both ways of is fishing is fun. I don't care what anybody says. But my love started many, many years ago, and my sister always said I had a fly rod in my hand before I had a bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my favorite is fly fishing. But I am not a purist because if I've got a bunch of kids and they can't fly fish, We'll switch over to spinning gear and have them fish that way with the bubble. But both uh, any way of fishing is always fun. Well, you can always put a fly on a spinning reel, too, can't you? Yeah, you just put a water bubble on. It works fine. Mm-hmm. But when you really get serious about fishing, you definitely want to get at least one good reel, and that should be enable. Mm-hmm. And I've known Jeff for years. <laughs> so, and we've had a lot of fun over the years fly fishing. I got to shoot my 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 dad got me started when I was really young, and that was uh, kind of how how I got into the yeah. into the the uh, into into the the activity, and then uh, and I've been able to luckily enough been able to kind of make a. Uh, be able to work within the industry as well along the along kind of a passion that I've got, which mm-hmm. has been really fun. 
Well, you know, if you make the stuff, how do you know if it works unless you try it out, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, maybe we'll get you to go to Costa Rica with us also. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to. It's hard to. I've already did a couple trips here uh, here recently, so it's a. Uh, I've got to space them out because there's always a lot of work to do here at the factory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, uh, well, you well, you don't make just able also. Correct, uh, correct. We uh, out here at the the factory, we make both uh, Ross and Able. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a uh, uh, a large enough uh, facility out here because we we ended up uh, about you know, going on just about two years ago. Uh, we actually closed down our factory out in Camarillo for the mm-hmm. machine side of machine side of things, mm-hmm. and uh, moved a bunch of machines out uh, out here to Colorado. Um, we had room to expand, and we're actually building a new facility as well uh, out here in Montrose uh, mm-hmm. that we're going to expand our our footprint, or, or at least the footprint of the uh, of the facility of our uh, factory by double from what we're currently in. So that we can actually increase our capacity. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break in less than a minute. Would you mind hanging around with us over the break? Sure. sure. But uh, anyway, just real quickly on Ross, um, they are quality reels. Oh. But they're 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 designed, you know, to be a little bit more affordable. Oh yeah. The workhorses. Mm-hmm. Yep. No they're, thrills. But they're not. They're not. They're not cheap, but they're just a little bit more affordable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, well, let's take a break, and when we come back, you know, we'll, we'll continue on. I'm sure that uh, uh, Frank, who's a world-class fly uh, angler and fly tire at his and hers, uh, is it his and hers tackle shop? His and hers fly shop, uh, right, Frank? Yeah, that's right, his, his and her fly, fly fishing. Yeah, his and her fly fishing, is that .com or what is it? All right, we'll, we'll talk about when you get back. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. 
Catch the Grizz next adventure today. That's what I'm doing. Think about nothing, not even you. Catch me a big one, the fine speck of trout. Slapping in the water, I pull it right out. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and uh, we've been talking about fly fishing. We only got a couple minutes to finish up on that, but fortunately, we have our resident uh, um, professional who is a guide, a kind of, we just might call a semi-professional fly angler, and also owns his and hers uh uh, fly shop. Fly shop. Fish, his and there's fly shop in Huntington Beach. So, um, Frank, why don't you go ahead and see, kind of con- control the last couple minutes? Sure. Well, we were we started with Ross, just at the end of Abel, we started with Ross. And uh, do you have any new Ross reels out this year? I know you had the new Abel. Yes, yes. So uh, we, we actually are going to be coming out with uh, another uh, reel here, uh, generally here, starting in... Uh, in November, we've got a redesign on our Animus reel, um, which is, uh, is, is basically a, another next generation. We're doing mm-hmm. a little bit more porting on it uh, with uh, creating a little bit uh, a different design uh, from the, the current one, but also increasing uh, the structural rigidity of the spools and things like that that uh, uh, that'll uh, mm-hmm. for, for folks who are well, out there. Well, we, we mentioned, uh, you know, when you buy quality products, doesn't make any difference what you paid for it because when you buy something, whatever it is, if it doesn't do what you paid for, then you just wasted your money. Yeah. But uh, with uh, especially with Abel, we're talking about you know the quality. Frank's got way more than he can ever use. Yeah. Um, and on the Ross, uh, again, they are uh, a workhorse. A workhorse. They're, they tend to be priced a little bit less than Abel. But uh, this new rod or new reel you're talking about, how much is that going to be? Uh, it's going to be uh, coming out at uh, two ninety five, and mm-hmm. we're going to make three sizes for it: uh, a four five, a five six, and a seven eight. Mm-hmm. And what about uh, some of the less expensive ones? Where where does Ross start at? Actually, that's going to be our starting reel. Okay. Uh, starting point. So we're uh, they that model and uh, another model, kind of our our, next, our newest kind of starting mm-hmm. model. And can you give some kind of specifics on that about you know what it is and the type type of drag and that type of stuff? Yep. So we use a. Uh, we're going to be using like a. a it's a Rulon style drag system. Um, it is actually still based off of uh, a kind of a variation of the uh, the older CLAs that have been out around for so many years and has been just a great drag system that we haven't uh, hardly experienced any any issues with uh, uh, with the real regarding the drag on it. And 
we end up, uh, so we've, we've kind of brought that along a little bit further to use certain, use a little bit more metal components uh, on some other, uh, uh, some key point uh, portions of it. And so that's kind of where the little bit of a price increase come, came in from, uh, from when we, uh, when we made the CLAs. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's going to be a, a, a solid reel. We're, we're making kind of a, that seven, eight size is the largest. Um, a little bit more of like a, a freshwater big game, light saltwater reel uh, that you can use and in, uh, in for the most of the kind of getting those key uh, trout sizes for them. The, the other ones that we have that are right in that same price point uh, is our Colorado LT, LT reel that uh, I think about three years ago was mm-hmm. uh, the best new freshwater reel that we came out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a click and paw reel as well, similar to our uh, Able TR. Uh, and then uh, it, it's been a it's been a huge hit with us. Well, I, you know, I would I was thinking that we probably should talk a little bit about rods and line, but we don't have time for that in this segment, so we'll, we'll let that go. But uh, um, the you know most of the fly rods now are designed to be put together that you can travel with them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four pieces or eight pieces. Eight pieces. Wow. Yeah, I have two of them, two five-weight, five-weight, and one eight-weight that mm-hmm. goes to eight, mm-hmm. uh, eight pieces, so I okay. just draw on the plane. All right, well, we've got to go, but if your information, if you're interested in uh, finding out if you've got a rod, if you've got a reel and you want a rod and line, probably the best thing to do is call Frank at His and Her Fly Shop, and the website for that, again, is... HisHerFlyFishing.com. Uh, so it's not his and her. It's HisHerFlyFishing.com. Yeah, his and her oh, fly fishing. His and her flyfishing.com. Okay, Frank, appreciate that. we got to go, you guys. And uh, thank you very much. All right, we'll be back with you again.